0: You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Mulder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. I want you to turn with me in your Bibles to John chapter 3. Turn to the person next to you, look them in the eyes and say to them, I am the most important person in God's life. Tell them again. Say, I am the most important person in God's life. Some of you are making that confession, that declaration with a little bit of hesitation. But I want to assure you, according to the word of God, that God loves you. God loves you. It's one thing to know the truth that God loves you. It's completely different to have a revelation and to experience the love of God. Why is it that I can say with all confidence, I am the most precious person in God's life? Maybe you are thinking that. It's a very simple answer because you are the greatest product. The Holy Spirit. You are made in God's image, you are made in God's likeness. Turn to the person next to you and say, You are the greatest product of the Holy Spirit. Family, you need to take some time to meditate upon the fact that you are the greatest product of the Holy Spirit. In John 3, verse 6, Jesus is speaking to Nicodemus that was asking questions about the ministry of Jesus. He couldn't understand that he has been teaching the Jews for probably 30 years, and Jesus has been going for a few years, but God was doing unusual things in the life of Jesus by the working of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus says to him, that which is flesh is flesh. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel, do not be surprised that I say to you, you must be born again. Family, when it comes to love, and we hear God loves us, most of us have only experienced conditional love. As human beings, we love conditionally. If you love me, I will love you. If you are kind to me, I'm going to be kind to you. We love conditionally. Whereas Jesus loves unconditionally. When he loves you, and he says he loves you, there's no condition. It's not because you prayed on half an hour longer this morning. Say not one amen. Didn't anybody pray half an hour longer this morning before you came to church? (laughs) Turn to the person next to you and say, Jesus loves you. It's important to understand that the focus of Jesus when he came to this earth was on the love that he had for you and me. There's a lot of offense in the world today, a lot of bitterness in the world today, resentment in the world today, because there's not real love. We love conditionally, not unconditionally. My sermon topic for this morning is real love in a real world or real life situation and circumstances. people when just driving to church this morning you want to come and love Jesus but how many of you experienced unconditional love on the road this morning people are agitated they want to get where they are why don't you love me and give me the gap to go in front of you and there's no real love let's read from John 3 verse 16 you know it very well John 3, verse 3, the Amplified says, Unless you are born from above, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Turn to the person next to you and ask them, Are you born from above? God gave his son, and he came to this earth loving you and me when we hated him. He loved us unconditionally. When you are born again, you are born of love. The new birth that takes place is because God loved you and you are born of love. When you are born of love, I mean, not a love that comes from the world. Many people serve Jesus from here, from their heads instead of from their hearts. But when you are born again, you are born of love. That means His ability has become your ability. Jesus' love will never condemn. The love of God will convict you, but it will never condemn you. So many Christians today are living under condemnation Whereas Romans 8 says there are no condemnation for those who are in Christ, who is in Christ's love. This is 2020. speaks about 2020 vision, a year where you will see God's goodness, where you will see God's promises. But for you to see the fulfillment of all those things, you have to remain in His love. Acts 10 verse 34 It reveals to us that Jesus is no respecter of person. He shows no partiality. That's good news. Do you know why? Because this gives us confidence that in the same way that God the Father loves Jesus, He loves you in the same way. It doesn't matter what you've done. Turn to the person next to you say, there's no sin too big. Tell them there's no sin too big that the love of Jesus cannot cover it. Family, this love that I'm talking about, the love that God has got for the world, you cannot work for it. You cannot earn it. The love of this world, you can work for it. You can earn it. But the love that I'm talking about is an unconditional love. You can only obtain that love through Jesus Christ. When you are in him and he is in you, his ability has become your ability. Nicodemus says, I don't understand what you're talking about. Jesus says, I'm busy with spiritual things. That which is of the spirit is spirit. That which of the flesh is flesh. But I'm telling you, unless you are born again, born of love Born from above, you will not be able to see the kingdom of God. Many people have not seen the promises that has been made because they've not been walking in love. Even your faith should work through love. That's the only real faith. Faith working through love. This is why God cannot entrust many with His power. Because if your faith is not working through love, you'll use that which God has given you to hurt people instead of helping them. If you had faith to call down fire from heaven and somebody now parks for the 10th time on your parking at work, will there be fire on his car when he comes out? Yes or no? Don't raise your hand. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? Can you see why God cannot entrust many with healing, with deliverance? Because their faith is not working through love. The Bible says you can prophesy, do signs and wonders, even give everything that you've got to help the poor. I mean, in the eyes of the world, you are doing good. But if you're doing all of those things or any of those things, not because of love, motivated through love, you've become a clinging symbol. It's the problem in our world today. So much offense because there's not real love. If you were born of love, you would not take offense so quickly. If you don't want to say amen, you can say aina. Put your hands on your head and say, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon me. Fill me with your love until it overflows to others. Amen. When we walk in love, you've entered into the highest realm. Family, listen to me. We have 27 cultures here today. People can be in harmony and unity because they are born again. When you are born of love, you have the ability like Jesus now to love people. A person that is a Christian, I mean a person that is born again, a person that is born of love cannot be a racist. if you say that you are born of love and you have the love of God on the inside of you, as Jesus loved this world, you'll be able to love everybody. If you're still a racist, you need to get born again. You need to get saved and you need to be born from above. Maybe you are convinced in your mind, you're a Christian because you are serving God from here. But if you are serving God from your re- regenerated spirit that is born of love, you can love people. Many people think that Jesus cannot love me because I'm not worthy to be loved. My worthiness is down there. I've got very good news for you. Jesus's love is not based upon your worthiness but his worthiness he has the ability to love those that hate him he has the ability to love us when we wanted nothing to do with him he's got that ability so it's not based upon your worthiness but his worthiness let me hear you say thank you Jesus say thank you Jesus some of you have difficulty just loving your family. See, now you don't say one amen. You just see big eyes like this. <laughs> because your family is the closest to you. Your guard is down. Your expectations of your family, of your friends are very high. So when your expectation is very high, the possibility for offense is very high. Remember, John the Baptist loved Jesus so much. God revealed to him, God the Father revealed to John the Baptist that this is Jesus, the Messiah. He said, I'm not worthy to tie his sandals. He baptized him. When he baptized him, he saw the Holy Spirit come down like a dove. He heard the voice that said, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. What an amazing experience to have that. He had the revelation of the word of God, the book of Isaiah that says, the spirit of the Lord is upon him because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to set the captives free. He saw the spirit of God come down on Jesus. So when he was in jail, what did he do? He said, Go and tell Jesus, I'm in jail. He will know what I'm talking about. I was there when the spirit came down. Tell him I'm I'm captive. What did Jesus say to his disciples? Go tell John, I'm busy with my father's assignment. The blind are seeing, the cripple are walking. Oh, and tell him, blessed is he who is not offended because of me. Why? He said he had an expectation of what Jesus should do. And Jesus said, I'm busy doing what I'm supposed to do. Then you hear him say, I must decrease so that Jesus can increase. We should pray and ask God for his love to increase in our lives. Our unconditional love or the unconditional love that comes from God to be replaced by our conditional love. Family, listen to me. It's not just about seeing His works, but learning His ways. Galatians 5 verse 22, the fruit of the Spirit is love. The fruit of the regenerated Spirit is love. When you are born again, God will give you the ability to start to love people that you cannot love. People that don't deserve to be loved, you'll be able to love them like Jesus loves those that don't deserve to be loved. You must a good place to say amen. amen. Turn to the person next to you and say, from today, because I have his ability to love, I'm going to start loving people that don't deserve to be loved. This is possible. Why? Because Jesus has made a way for us. In 1 John 1 verse 9, he says, If you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive you of all unrighteousness. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21 says, He who knew no sin became sin, so that we can become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Do you know what that means? It means Jesus' ability has become your ability. Turn to the person next to you, say, You can have God's ability to love people. Tell them again, Say so you can have God's ability. So it's important to know that it does not flow from my worthiness because I know somewhere in the week you did get angry. Somewhere in the week you did get offended. Your love for some people did go from here to here. Let me see your hand if I'm talking to the right people here this morning hallelujah that's why it's not based upon our love but His love if you can accept the love of Jesus in your life I mean if you can accept that he loves you you can love anybody if you can accept that God loves you you can love anybody But many people don't forgive themselves of things that they've done in the past. Turn to the person next to you and say, everybody makes mistakes. Tell them, I guarantee you, the one thing that's bugging you, if I told you about my thing, you'll feel much better. (laughs) I've made big mistakes. (laughs) Amen. Am I talking to the right people here? Let me hear you say, I am the most important person in God's life. Why can I say with all confidence that God loves you? Because Jesus said in John chapter 15, He says, In the same way that the Father loved me, I love you, abide in my love. Jesus speaking, saying, he says, I want to put your heart at rest and I want to decree and declare to you, confirming, assuring you that the way that God the Father loves me, Jesus, he loves you. Turn to the person next to you and say, Jesus loves you. Family, when you know that somebody loves you, you know they'll do anything to help you. It's the love of the Father that compels us, assures us. When you know you have a Father that loves you, you know He will do whatever He has to do to help you. If you want to enjoy the benefits, accept his love. Turn to the person next to you and say, accept his love. Not conditional love the way that you look at it, unconditional love. Racial discrimination is a trap of the enemy not to allow people to experience God's love. It's difficult for us as human beings to understand unconditional love because we've been loved conditionally and we've been loving people conditionally. But God loves you unconditionally. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The way that He loved you when you were good is the way He loves you when you were bad, bad, bad. It cannot change. When you were unfaithful, because He loves you, He remained faithful because He cannot change. This will give you confidence for 2020 that you know you will see the things that God has planned for you because when you know God loves you, you know He's praying for you. You know He's busy working out the answer to whatever you are facing right now. We say we know Jesus. If you understand Christ... He is love. Everything He's doing right now in your life is motivated by the love that He's got for you. Many people just want to know Jesus because they want to be saved from their past. They want to be saved from their sin, from their mistakes. That's not the most important thing. The most important thing is what you've been saved into. You've been saved into His love. You don't go to heaven one day because you die. You go to heaven one day because you've accepted His love. This unconditional love is available for everybody. God loves everybody. Do you know what will be the greatest punishment one day when people have not accepted Jesus and they go to hell? It's not the fire and the pain and all of that. The greatest torment judgment would be looking into the eyes of Jesus and seeing that unconditional love knowing that you could have experienced it that it could have been yours but you rejected it going to hell for eternity knowing that love was mine I had it I could have enjoyed it but I rejected it Turn to the person next to you and say, Jesus loves you. Family, all you have to do is come to Jesus. On his terms, he says, believe. Believe. Many people say, I don't believe that God loves me. Unbelief is an opinion. You can change it. Unbelief is an opinion. The Israelites had an opinion that they couldn't go into the promised land and defeat the giants. It was an opinion. They were wrong. That opinion of unbelief kept them out of the promised land. Turn to the person next to you and say, unbelief is an opinion. So if you hold an opinion that you think God does not love you, change your opinion. It's like that. Change your opinion. Turn to the person next to you and say, Jesus loves you. (laughs) How many times do I have to say it? Jesus loves you. He loves you unconditionally. When you read the book of Job, I think chapter 32, Eliab, one of the friends that came to him, he said to Job, what do you think you can do to influence God? He says, look up to the heavens, how high he is. You cannot affect him in any way. Whether you are the tallest guy here, who's tall here? Come here quickly. Tall guy, any other tall guy that thinks he's taller than this? Come and stand here on the stage. Okay. Anybody that's short that want to come and join them? Come and stand here. Anybody short? Achille, come here. This is gonna count to your advantage. Whether you are tall or short, who of them can reach heaven? Who of them can reach the love of God? Heaven, nobody. Jump, let me see if you can reach heaven. <laughs> tall guys jump higher than short guys. Uh, short guys jump higher than tall guys doesn't matter if you are tall or short you cannot reach the heavens Eliab said look up to heaven there's nothing that you can do to affect God the way he sees you and feels about you is never going to change your behavior to love or not to love does not affect God it only affects the people around you it only affects the people around you thank you give the Lord a hand well done So ask yourself the question, how much does God the Father love me? He loves you as much as he loves Jesus. Amen. There's nothing that you can do that can affect that love. God loved you when you hated him. Romans 5 said when you wanted nothing to do with him, he married you. He made himself one with you. He loves you. I'm going to close with this. Jesus comes to Peter, the rock, said the church is going to be built upon you. And he says, what is the qualification that is required for you to look after my sheep? And Jesus says to him, do you love me more than these? What is he saying? He says, Peter, do you love me more than all these things? Am I the one that's number one? Peter said, yes, yes. Jesus asked him three times, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Ministry to God's people should overflow from the love that we have for God the Father. Jesus said that the requirement is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love changes everything. Love covers a multitude of sin. Love can never destroy a home. Love can never cause anybody to go through a divorce. Love can never bring separation. The love of God, the Bible says, compels us or controls us. When you are truly born again... The first fruit that should manifest is love. And in love, you'll see self-control, kindness, gentleness, all the fruits of the Spirit, self-control. That's the love of God. When you are born from above, His ability has become your ability. Now you can love those that even don't deserve love the way that God loves you. That's good news. In conclusion, your prayer should be every day. Spirit of the living God, fill me with your love until it overflows to others. We should ask God to open our eyes to look at people through the eyes of love. When you look at people through the eyes of love, your attitude, your vocabulary, everything will change because you'll see them the way that God loves them. Let me hear you pray. Say, Precious Father, fill me with your love until it overflows to others. Fill me with your love until it overflows to others. We need this real love in real times. Precious Father, you know I've been facing some challenges where it was difficult to love. Fill me with your love until it overflows to others. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za Household of Christ, Loving God, Loving People.